Why do your frontline leaders need to care about employee performance? I'm Greg Schenkel, President of Unique Training and Development and Frontline Leadership Systems, and today we need to look at how, by investing in the training and the leadership skills of your frontline team, you can actually improve your manufacturing operating performance. All right, listen up. Quiet down. I've got a lot of material to go over here, and we've got to get through it in the next 20 minutes so that you can get to work this morning. First of all, I don't know what goes on here at night, but apparently the fools on the midnight shift somehow back to send me into the loading dock, and now the shipping department's completely closed. And now, of course, I've got to come in here and deal with their messes. You know, I don't get paid enough for this. Many frontline leaders just do not possess the critical leadership skills that they need in order to affect a positive impact on operating results. As a result of that, you're not going to see the kind of gains that you could if you had better and stronger leaders in place. Remember that frontline leaders end up interacting with and leading 80% of your workforce. So even if you can just get one well-placed, well-trained leader in a group, it can help elevate the performance in that department. One VP of operations was really scratching his head in our, one of our clients because he had been brought in to really make some changes happen and he had tons of great ideas that he had learned at his previous employer. So when he came to this particular company, he said, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get these uh, concepts pushed down through the group, but they just don't seem to understand some of the fundamentals or the basics, or they'll take the ideas and try to ram them down through the work group, which only caused excess resistance. So what he did is he said, we've got to give these guys the skills that they need so that they can carry these messages down to the floor and I can remove this bottleneck to making improvements. So I've got a few tips for how you can improve the operating performance and the employee performance in your manufacturing operation. Here's tip number one. Make sure your team competes against its potential, not each other. It's a common trap because managers tend to be competitive by nature, that's why they were interested in being promoted, that they think that everyone else will reach their full potential if you create these internal rivalries between employees or between departments. The reality is that a, few, a select few will get really hyper-competitive, but think about the most competitive people you know, the win-at-all-costs people. What ends up happening is they look at ways to game the system or sometimes even to cheat, and that's not what you're looking for. It also doesn't do you much good to see one shift trying to beat another shift in its production numbers, only to find out that the next day it flips around the other way. What you really want to do is say, what is the potential of the work group? And does the work group understand that? And can they compete against their own potential? Tip number two, clarify the expectations. It still surprises a lot of leaders to find out that many of the employees don't clearly understand what's expected of them. In the book that my father and I wrote, called Employees Not Doing What You Expect, chapter one explains half the reasons that people don't meet expectations, and it's usually because they don't understand what they are. This could be even as simple as not understanding what the capability is of the equipment or the work processes that they're managing and running every day. So be sure as a management team and be sure to develop your supervisors so that they can clarify the ex expectations so people understand what winning is every day. The third and final tip, of course, is to coach for performance. 
Now, coaching for performance means identifying what the gaps are between what we'd like to see and what we're actually seeing, and then using coaching conversations to move the needle forward on those. If you assume that most of the employees want to do a good job, they want to meet your expectations, but they're just not sure or they're not aware of how some of their actions are either contributing or acting as a barrier to generating those results, you can use coaching conversations to move it along. Now I do mean coaching and not sort of corrective discipline. Even corrective discipline should be done in a positive way, but we're talking here about coaching conversations where you're making observations about what people are doing now, what they could be doing, and how they can close those gaps. And just a little word about gaps as we bring this leader feeder to close. Anytime you're trying to turn around the operating performance in a manufacturing facility and improve employee performance, you're going to tend to focus on the gap between what you're seeing and what you'd like to see. I just want to remind you that it's very important for building on positives and building on momentum that you take a look at the gains that are being made and not just on the gaps. Because there'll always be a gap, but can you help celebrate the gains which can nourish your people to go forward in their journey? Now, once you've figured out how to manage employee performance and achieve the manufacturing operational outcomes that you're looking for, you're going to want to invest in some of your other leadership capabilities. And of course, that's where we come in. We have a world-leading frontline leadership program available in French, English, and Spanish to help your supervisors get the skills that they need. It all starts with a conversation, and you can do that by visiting our website at uniquedevelopment.com. And why not join our community on LinkedIn or Facebook so that you can connect with us and connect with other like-minded leaders in developing leadership excellence.